<laughs> you have to keep it in. You have to keep it in. Let's go. You've heard episode 33 of Soccer Cards United, but you had questions. That's okay. We have answers. This is Postcard United. Our, I can't get through the intro. This is our Q&A show, Postcard United, for episode 33. You send in your soccer card questions on a postcard. You get your soccer card answers on a podcast. My name is Jason. My co-host is Enzo. Uh, Enzo, how are you? I'm doing well. You know, I actually am. I think we had a good chat pre-pod and just about ourselves and what was not and whatnot. And I think it actually, because I came home from work, I was a bit like tired and oh, not really in the mood. But now yeah. I'm, I'm in the mood. I've warmed up. Parked up. Yes, I'm doing good. That's good. And also we had a, a, a little while there of chatting uh, before we started recording um, and there was no tech issues at all. It all worked absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. uh, no delays, no audio issues. So we're looking forward to something going wrong now that we're finally recording. No, it's going to be smooth. Um, okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see how it, uh, and we're jumping we'll see how it goes. Unless, unless, how are you? <laughs> unless we care about you. Um, well, I actually tell you, I want to, I want to make a little correction from last week. Oh, uh, last week I said on the show uh, on episode thirty three um, that I didn't like international breaks really, and I wasn't looking forward to the international break mm. uh, that we're now in. We're going to have some World Cup qualifiers. We're going to have some international friendlies. We're going to have uh, the first part of the under twenty one European Championships as well. Anyway, uh, I had previously said that I didn't like international breaks, and then I watched an awful lot of football last week. Um, and then an awful lot of football at the weekend. And then today, I remember that it was international break, looked at the fixtures. There's no real fixtures on until Wednesday. And I was actually relieved that there was no football on for a couple of days because it seems like the football is just coming so fast and loose mm. at us um, that I, I feel like I need this breather. And I'm actually grateful for the international break. I've changed my tune. Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear that. You know what I'm looking forward to? This is actually exciting. What? Uh, Norway are against San Marino. Oh, no, oh, Gibraltar. Gibraltar against Gibraltar. No, Gibraltar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, in fairness, Gibraltar have improved a little bit over the years. But I, I'm excited to see the Haaland mania when he scores nine goals <laughs> against Gibraltar, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> this guy bias crystal." This Buy guy, there's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. Well, I mean, in fairness, scoring a goal against Gibraltar is only slightly easier. Uh, then scoring a goal against oh. uh, the goats of Cologne. Oh, there you uh, go. No defending, just vibes down there in the cathedral city of Cologne. Um, but by all means, by all means, pump, pump your man, pump your man. Uh, so, do we have questions? Yes, Jason, we're jumping straight in with Turner. Classic, classic question. question Hi, Turner. Listener, sorry, should I say. Okay, and we're starting kind of off soccer cards, but we're still on it. He says, question all for right. the podcast. If more NFT brands are released for soccer, like Topshop, which is purely a collectible, do you think so rare having a fantasy game element will cheapen so rare's value? Right? Hold, hold that thought for Ooh. a second. Like, does so rare become sort of a match attacks of the soccer NFT world? Oh! Or does the game element increase the people's interest and therefore the value? So he's kind of saying, hold on a minute. If we're really fucking, like, if we're really believing and championing NFT's collectible, Ness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could so rare collectible cards kind of fall down, which is a very interesting take. That's like four, that's a that's a scorching hot take from from Turner there. Because what he's what he's saying is, of course, when we talk about NFTs, non fungible tokens, digital collectibles built on the blockchain, right? We talk about those. We say that their 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 value is derived from a mixture of their collectability 
and their utility. So what can they do and what are they and how rare are they? Mm -hmm. But what Turner is suggesting is that in some categories of NFTs, there is a a diminishing return on utility. Mm. It gets so useful that it's basically just a game and we are not children, so we don't want it. Yeah, we're for the collectibles. I would we're say we're not there yet, Turner. You've, no. you've 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 skipped so many steps. We're not ready for that question as a society. No, we're not. I, that's why I instantly almost reject it, and I think that's what you know when you're not ready for something. When you can't see it, yeah. you just reject it. Because in no, my head, I'm, I'm like, scared. I'm like, okay, no, there's licenses involved, right? So maybe no one else can, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, and the utility is so good because it makes yeah. money, and there's so many gamblers, and there's so many, you know. People, it's not gambling, don't forget. But there's so many people that want to get involved in fantasy sports and it's such a good... You can win EAT, which is exciting. You can win yeah. rare players. So it kind of becomes this thing. Can... Um, could there be... You see? Because what it is Turner's cards. Like, what just is the NFT is... license? Like, do they have license of cards? Or do they have an NFT license for the club? Like, I don't understand that fully. That would probably clear it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I... I yeah, I don't, I don't... I presume there is a, a, a digital... A digital trading card license and i know like tops and panini their license agreements generally cover leagues uh, and cover uh associations and confederations and then you have other people that have like you have like um like upper deck through their goodwin champions they have uh, actual agreements with individuals like with andre silva shout out to john's goodwin champions andre silva collection um and it's like that's just his face that they've been able to use then they sometimes they have teams like panini have like the the uh, the Manchester United stickers or Borussia Dortmund will have the tops uh, curated set or whatever like that. And um, what Turner's just done there is ask like you know that tweet format Enzo that's like this 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 but y'all ain't ready to have that conversation. Yeah, that's what Turner's just done. So Turner, I love it. I'm here for the for what you're saying, but I'm afraid. I think Sora has, you're ahead of your time. I think Sora has the soccer card, soccer NFT just in a bow. Yeah, but I, I also I see what you're saying because you're, also what Turner's suggesting is it might not just, like, it's not obvious that the only soccer digital collectibles would be things you could enter into a fantasy game. There might also be, like, like Top Shot, there could be, like, a highlight reel thing. Mm-hmm. There could be a player. You know, there's a lot more things you can do than just a static picture of, of a, you know. So I think, I think uh, Turner's right. He's onto something. He's onto something. I don't quite know what he's onto, but he's onto something. Cardmerica FC. Which is yes. that Turner? Hello, Cardmerica no, FC. Turner was LA. I don't know. I get LA soccer cards. Okay, of I get course. confused. I've got a couple more questions this week. I think that's, yeah, okay, from last week. Not to be too annoying. How do card conferences handle security? So we've inspired a bit of a card conference, you know, card show question, you know. Yeah, somebody asked that last week, yeah. How do they how do they handle security? It seems like hundreds of people carrying around thousands in cash and potentially million dollar cards. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Also, totally different topic. I'm just going to read it. Wait, hold on. Different topic, okay. but how do you think athletes get paid for their autos by the card companies? Does Ronaldo get the same fee as a legend like Mason Mount? Captain um, Mason Mount, might I say. Captain Mason Mount, yeah. Captain the Chelsea to a 1-0 victory over Sheffield United at the weekend. Um, so that's good. So we'll start with card uh, conferences, security. That's a huge thing. So Jason, if we are planning to host one in Dublin, as you are. Yeah, we have to get some of the heavies down. Yeah, it's going to be serious. The guards, <laughs> we're going to need the guardie in the building. Yeah. 
does Faye know anybody we could get? I'm sure. Because if we have it in the convention center, I mean, that's just around the corner. <sighs> you know, listen, I don't, I, honestly, it seems, it's hard to say. I mean, everyone's, I mean, in fairness, you see everyone's kind of cases, they're kind of the full, they have the full glass, the full glass, you know, all their cards are underneath that kind of glass as if they have their own little shop, like their table is always protected to a degree. But then, yeah, yeah. people are carrying cash as well because a lot of people are there to do cash deals that can't be traced. Um, I, w- I can only imagine it's heavy security, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to think. Like, it, it's not, yeah, definitely ha- has to be heavy security or is it just a case that we trust the card community that the people are going to look after the people? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've done a quick search while you've been talking. Oh. I just put into Google card show security and I have an entry here from the forums of Collector's Universe. Collector's Universe being the parent company of PSA. Oh. Um, and a forum entry from a man called Shoebox Tom from <laughs> August 21st, 2008. So his, his system seems to be a shoebox. But anyway, here we go. Shoebox Tom said one time in 2008. 13 years ago. After just... 13 years ago. After just attending a card show in White Plains, New York, I was wondering how you, the dealers, protect your... <laughs> just in case you didn't know who you were. Protect your inventory from the public. It would seem to me that with a partner, you could easily distract the dealer... <laughs> <laughs> you really thought this true while the other person walks away with a box of unopened baseball cards or you could just easily palm a baseball card palming for anyone doesn't know is like this is, no, this is not shoebox Tom this is me talking it's like you know that thing where <laughs> you like Jason. you put your hand down and you just you don't you don't your fingers they don't can. move but you pick it up yeah like a slight a hand trick it's like a close-up magic thing uh, if I was selling cards that would concern me I was wondering how to <laughs> How well, dealers make Tom a living. Selling cards. He's bombing shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at the end of the post. It is tough times selling baseball cards. Feel free to, wa- if you want the answer. I'm not a con artist. I was just wondering how you put Yeah, that's peak recession. That's peak 2008. Basically, crisis. what he's saying is, he's saying, I'm not a con artist. Definitely don't tell me all of your ways of protecting your cards so that I can figure them out. Um, <laughs> shoebox Tom. Shoebox Tom. So, uh, he brings a shoebox with him. <laughs> yeah. Fills it up. <laughs> fills it up, walks out. Uh, Guru says, well, if I sell at a show, I usually have someone with me. Oh, one of the heavies. Yeah, yeah, I see a lot of that. Do you always have your mans with you? Yeah. Yes, you, you be my mans. Then, sure. No one's robbing us with the height on you. No. And then someone says, MT Card says, I'm always packing when I set up at shows. <laughs> oh, God. So this is a real guns are legal this is a real Walmart States. parking lot situation yeah this is not good Um, there you go and how do so players that's... get paid for their autos listen I would say the clubs get paid actually I think because like I mean, no actually no Mbappe just doesn't sign shit Um, it depends on, on, what the, on what the deal is it depends on whether it's a deal directly with the player Um, and each club will have a certain amount of uh, obligations to licenses like for the Champions League or for something like that um, so it depends on the player, depends on uh, the license in question, and depends on the card. Whether it's, I think, whether it's a probably on on card, card or sticker. Or, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to it, I'd imagine. Yeah, but straight into the bank account is the answer. Okay, next question, Jason from Dylan. Do you think the Holland FIFA three six five sticker will catch up, bracket somewhat to the foosball pricing? Cheers, lads. I'm going to take this one, Jason. I scooped a lot of these fuckers up early days because I said, surely his... Um, Wait, for anyone who doesn't know, explain what this sticker is. This is a Panini 365 gold foil Haaland sticker, which has three players on it. Um, 
not coming to me at the top of my head, but one of them is Erling Haaland for Norway. I one of them is Kangin Lee. 21 or maybe under 20 World Cup, under 20, I think. Um, Kangin Lee, yeah, and there's a goalkeeper, I think, on there too. Um, he he got the golden boot, and this is what the, the sticker is depicting. He scored nine goals, I believe, against Honduras in one game, and that got him the golden mm. boot. He didn't have to score anymore after that. What a man. That's really when his, his name, this is why I thought it was iconic. It was really when you first heard Haaland's name. It's like this, this guy scored yes. nine goals in a game. Um, do we think it's going to catch up? I scooped them all up over the summer. Three euro each. I had a lot of them. I think I had 40. I was very fucking excited. And no one ever seemed to care at all. Um, obviously, Haaland has recently hit a new level of hotness. He scored, like I think, eight braces in maybe 10 games or some shit. Something crazy. Wow. Um, and the foosball stickers went to the moon, which I had also cleaned up on and managed to cash in on some of them. Uh, some of them I'm still selling and whatever. Um, but yeah, the foosball, everything else, everything Haaland has kind of gone up. Everything Salzburg has gone up um, extremely. Obviously, the, the Topps Chrome and the Dortmund kits and stuff like that have also gone up. But like all the Salzburgs got a big boost. And I think the Norway kit is kind of the odd one out. It's the only Norwegian kit. Um, real card, there's one fake one going out there. Um, and yeah, I guess people people just want in on Haaland. I think I managed to just, like, I was delighted. They started selling for €8 Euro recently. I was buzzed selling them all. And they're up at like 20 30 I just sold mm. three for 105 So like, they're going up still and um, mm. like i sold a lot of 22 maybe two weeks ago a lot of 22 for 160 and i was fucking buzzed with that so I, I was sitting on them for months like no one seemed to care about 365 and i was like okay maybe because there's three people on it people don't give a fuck Da-da-da. someone kind of told me i think one of the listeners was saying it's more of a pre-rookie card because it was for the under 20 world cup so same as even... uh victor osserman's under yeah. 17 world cup card so it was like a whole ordeal do we think like, it's definitely going up is it will it sustain that growth i think no Will PSA 10s in that card be a good buy? I think yes, because the gold foil is so hard to grade. Like, super, super hard. Lots of easy... Like, yeah. just everything looks so messy on it, if there's even the tiniest flaw, because um, it's foil. Um, yeah, I think I think people need to really think long-term. Like, yes, Haaland's hot, and foosball has gone to the absolute moon. So, yeah, other like, secondary alternatives will show up, but at the end of the day, look at Haaland. He has so many different rookie cards. Volume, and we're volume, only volume. a year in. Yeah, like the, the second year premium cards are going to be worth more than that Panini 365 sticker. Um, yeah, I, I love everything in a Salzburg kit still. I don't understand why Crystal has gone to the moon, but fair enough. What's in a Salzburg kit? Yeah, fair. But I don't know, like, it, it, it is interesting because even things like match attacks start to peak up if the, it gets about the, the player has a lot, you know, you would yeah. always say the card, the brand, the player, but the player does at the end of the day if he's hot enough which Haaland is everything and anything do I do I would I invest in it now the three, the 365 sticker I'm personally selling all of mine clearing them out don't care you've just them. crashed them you've just single-handedly crashed the market for that sticker. I'm like get these gone um Haaland foosball I love it still just for a few I just cannot let go of but you know that's my take I, I don't I, I think if you think long term like where do you expect that sticker to go from where it is now and I would say there's more likely to go down like it might go up a little bit more but I think one year's time I don't think a lot of people are rushing to that sticker, unless it's great. Yeah, I I, I was interested to see that that um, card that sticker kind of got more acceptance as Haaland was 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 going crazy. But also, I think it came off the back of uh, an increased awareness of the mini stickers, and I want to say they're called candy stickers from yeah. the two thousand and six World Cup. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think people had had almost seen those cards 
and then all of a sudden the Haaland card didn't seem so outlandish. Um, so sometimes these two seemingly unrelated things uh, can affect each other in the market. And yeah, I mean, you look at that that sticker with the three or the six or whatever it is players like, and there's kind of icons on there. Um, and yeah, we'll see where that Haaland sticker goes. I don't see it holding huge value long term. Yeah. Can I just say, Jason, I just got a message on Twitter that our appearance on Soccer Cards and Chill is officially out. Oh, and it makes me a bit Everybody sad. Everybody go and uh, see Futera's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, listen to that. Um, I think it's, it might be video. I don't remember. Uh, if it broken. is video. Yeah, video. Cool. What upsets me about that is that it was recorded maybe a month ago, maybe longer. Um, oh, maybe yeah, at least a month. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually sad because like one of the things I said in that was like so rare NFT NFT, and it was like before Gary V was like I invest in this company now and I buy a Joel Felix for twenty grand. And then I, w- I want to see if, if I want to see if Adam cut out the part where he said he didn't know what so rare was. But this is literally it was like a month before everyone was talking, and it's just sad. You that said it to him on a live stream. Yeah, I did. So that's why I think I reminded him to cut it out. Um, <laughs> if he cuts it out, I don't think he will. But um, what was I trying to say? Yeah, it's annoying because now everyone like we've answered questions on so rare already. That was like an early quote unquote early um, take by me. But then because of the delay in posting it, it just seems very. I think I'm, I think I want to listen back to it, but I feel like I'm like there's this thing called so rare, and it's gonna it's gonna look a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to. Maybe see. I'm overthinking. Yeah, maybe I'm overthinking. I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure, but I'm looking. I'm scanning through it here, Enzo, and it looks good. There's a bit. You're at the start, and then uh, there's uh, Adam and Mark from Futera talking for a while, and then Adam brings the two of us in, and we have a good bit of banter available on the Futera YouTube channel and apparently also wherever you get podcasts we, we tell Adam stay out of the audio space get the fuck out of here <laughs> but he doesn't listen okay, once we, at all we move forward Jason so what I've actually done now with Jason I start asking for the questions on Instagram and I don't open any of the messages until the podcast because then it's like all the unopened DMs are the questions which helps me not Love lose it. them so if anyone sends a message like you, guys, you haven't opened it it's because this is the reason and I also it makes me not know the questions which is fun which kind of adds a new element of suspense. There you go. So Ben P hit us up and said, are Americans ever going to understand stickers? Question mark. Pause. The yes, they're of all hobby- buying wait, the Panini 365 Haaland one. That's true. The couple of hobby podcasts I listen to that cover different sports but mention soccer always keep saying, oh yeah, just cards. This market won't ever be into stickers. I think they just don't get it. Clearly, the market taking off, clearly with the market taking off like this, people are being forced to understand stickers. I mean, even modern look, even modern cards look at how much Haaland Foosball and Ronaldo Beckham Zatan are going for now. So will Americans, traditional Americans, let's say, that are not necessarily soccer people, will they ever understand stickers, Jason? It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Jason, do you remember like, we, we we had a yeah. huge podcast at one point where we just like went off about stickers? Do you remember that this is like... Back in bygone early, times, early. we were really like, stickers are fucking here, get over it. We went mad. Yeah. Like, there was a real beef between cards and stickers, which has definitely leveled out a lot since. Oh, for sure. Like, when we first started the podcast, like, that was like, we had to address it every week. Was like, are stickers a thing? Should we be doing stickers? Um, and the fact that I'm, like, to, to be hearing that uh, some podcasts are still arguing about it or some outlets are still saying, you know, but when I say it doesn't matter, what I mean is, I think that just like it will all over the world soccer is going to bring people into the hobby that weren't previously into the hobby and i'm including 
Americans in that. I don't think that what's going to happen with the American soccer card market is that all the people who are into uh, basketball cards, baseball cards, NFL cards, whatever, I don't think they're all suddenly going to get into soccer. I think more and more Americans are going to get into soccer and then they're going to get into the soccer hobby. So um, I don't really... I don't really care what baseball fans think of football stick, uh, football stickers. You say with an LA cap on. Yeah, I recently got this and another <laughs> black one, and uh, it's I love it. It fits so nicely. On my I agree, head. and I also think like not everything is for everyone, and there's definitely a big enough market that the stickers will always be what they are, which is you know hype yeah. if they're the right sticker, right player, right time. Yeah, like I also think like you know there's, like there's a lot of Americans that would say like like kind of uh in a kind of a, a snooty way like oh american soccer is like is so bad like americans will say that about their already mls isn't real soccer or like it's really bad but then like there's actually a lot of people around the world that would say like oh no the mls is cool they're growing they're doing more stuff they're getting better like do you know what i mean like so it's it's i think it speaks more to a general ignorance around soccer culture um and people who are into baseball cards or basketball cards aren't exempt fr- from that and they're perfectly entitled to like what they like everybody can like what they like here we have it and also, Ben, there's only one good podcast you listen to based on that um, question. It's the boys. Yeah. Danny Rose hit us up, Jason. He's getting the full... Danny, Danny Rose Dan, from Danny Spurs? Ross, Danny Ross. Danny Ross. Oh. Not from Spurs. I was like, I know, he, I know he's not playing and he's, he's wearing down his contract, but is he really that desperate? Oh, there's a Jason. Okay, let me, let me read this. Hi, mate. Question for the podcast. I bought four sealed England 1998 upper deck boxes for £600. I opened two boxes and pulled two of the David Beckham Chase cards out of five hundred or five thousand. So there's a really weird. You seen that one? Have you? You know that one, the grey yes, England top, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah. of five thousand, which is very interesting, and about ten of the normal Be- Beckham rookie. Looks like cards a pair of pajamas. That, that grey England top. Classic, classic. Was wondering what to do with the two boxes left. Sell, keep, or rip. Don't like why? Why would you rip them? Like you've got two of the Beckham. You're yeah. way up. You're way way up. Like You're I don't know up. the configuration. Don't show it box. all the way now. There's 5,000 Beckhams. I've seen a few of them. You've just got to... Why would... Like, it's so hard to hold the box, but holding the box is always... Is always like, if it's not yeah. a stupid box, like, it's always the right decision. It's never not. Yeah. I've never seen a box depreciate in value. No, not really. I mean, you see some of them that, like... Not a box like that. Not a box like that. No. There like, are even boxes the foosballs. That- like the foosballs were always going to have a Haaland potential rookie in it, and when those PSA tens went to ten grand, twenty grand, whatever the case may be, the boxes are always going to be something people now want. Yeah. So anyone that bought it off our site at one hundred and thirty-five euro, I hope you didn't bloody rip it. <laughs> My goodness. I'll say this though: like you, you've got two Beckhams. Like, are they in good condition? Should can you grade them? If so, grade them. And then, like, say if they get nines and they get eights, well, that's fine because you have closed boxes that you can sell the dream of a ten to someone to down the line. Yeah, no, I, I I think definitely you've 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 had your fun. Now it's time to to get serious and and hold those boxes because like ripping is yeah. such a gamble as well. Like relax, you have an asset, you have an asset that will appreciate. Put it somewhere you cannot see it, but that is dry, not damp, and safe, and just chill, just live your life. Yeah. He also, David Beckham literally just started an MLS club. So chill, so, chill the fuck. So chill, just relax. Um, then he ended it off by saying, "Appreciate all the time and effort you and Jason are putting into the hobby." Big thumbs up. Have definitely made lockdown a bit easier. There you go. We forget oh, sometimes on. that there's an entire come global on. pandemic happening, Jason, when we're... Okay, Soccer Card Ninja hit us up. An OG of the game. Yes. How? Oh, how do you manage to handle the hobby with a regular job? We talk about this a lot, Jason, and family. Seems like spending all my time on eBay researching. Well, first of all, if you're talking... Family, like, I, I... We have one boy, you know. 
young Mason Mount, we are his dads. <laughs> but apart from that, we are family, of course Mason Mount's Irish dads. We are of course Mason Mount's father. Um, apart from that, the regular job, it's hard. It's not easy. I want to say, oh, it's no, grand. it is hard. It's fucking hard. Yeah, he gets in the way. I think no. I've missed a lot of opportunities because I have a fucking job. And I think I've missed a lot of my job because I've been. That's that's a pursuing fact. That opportunities. Is a fact. You know, like it's a bit very easy to think about it in terms of. Uh, and I'm I'm just having this realization now. It's very <laughs> easy to think about it in terms of like, oh, I've missed out on hobby stuff because I had to work. But like I, I, I am definitely worse at my job than I would be if I wasn't doing hobby stuff at the same time. So it's hard to know. And so sometimes hobby stuff, if you're a real shark like me, Jason, sometimes the hobby stuff would make like the thing you miss out on hobby wise would have paid you more than your job in that specific day or week. Oh no, I know. Yeah, and like there definitely is like that kind of stuff. Um I think like for me, I'm not tied up in a in a family kind of thing. Um I'm a Whoa. young man. You know, I'm not. I don't have any kids. It's okay. Not yet. Not yet. Just me. Uh, but he's a captain. Uh, just, like he looks after himself. Yeah, he's. We raised him right. But uh, yeah, I think eBay is is something that you can really get down a rabbit hole on. Hmm. And it's hard to get out. It, hard to get out, and also it does kind of like like there was a while there where like I literally deleted the eBay app off my phone, Ooh. not because I was buying anything. Just because I was like, I had stuff up for sale. I was like checking if it had sold. I was like, did it? Sir, you know, huh? Did it sell? Yeah, like, but the point okay. is, like, I I found myself making bad decisions on eBay as a seller as well as a buyer because I had the app on my phone. So I just be like bored, being like, let me just see what this thing that I have is going for on eBay. And I'm like, they'll email me. They always send me too many emails when anything is happening with any of my cards. Yeah. Fair. So. Now I try and make eBay more of like an event. You know, mm. I'm sitting down. I'm having an eBay session. I'm not just constantly on it. Oh, no, I don't do that at all. I'm constantly on that shit. Um, it's problematic. It's like a social media app to me. It's just one of the That's top. what I'm... That's... Yeah. Because that, I realized I was like... I was checking Twitter too much. I was checking Instagram too much. And I was checking eBay too much. Because mm. it was just dopamine whenever like... Oh, I got a watch around that. Oh, oh I'm putting that in my watch list. Oh. Yeah, no, I so, get you. Yeah. I've really cut down on buying on eBay, which is shocking. Yeah, I've just been in sell mode recently, but like not because mm. I don't believe in the hobby. Um, I bought a few bits, but like I think yeah, my purchases are bigger purchases instead of volume, and volume is my game. I'm always talking about volume, but like I haven't bought things to flip really recently. I guess. Um, I've seen the Panini Instant Mbappe's have gone a fair bit up. I think yeah. the ones I bought for an accumulative one twenty would sell for seven hundred now. So That's we're nice. going in the right direction. I'm not selling it because I'm scared of being called out for pumping it. So I'm holding yeah. that shit until at least the Euros when Panini drop Panini Instant again. Everyone then discovers the set. Oh my God, there's this thing. And guess what? There's old ones as well. And I'm like, I said this two years ago. Um, but that's fine. So I look forward to eventually profiting off that hype. Probably, I'll probably wait till I woke up like Mbappe is Mbappe. And my Ronaldo, oof. I've seen like this raw, the BGS 9.5 Ronaldo I have kissing the trophy of 329. The raw one is selling for 1.5x what I bought a 9.5 for. But surely like, you have to keep that. That's such an iconic card. Oh yeah, I'm not really trying to sell it. There's no there's no price. Because I don't think I would sell it for more than two grand, say. And I, I'm not selling that for two grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even think I'd get two grand. Maybe like maybe I could, I don't know. But like, I'm not trying to sell. You know, you'd have to give me a big offer. I'd have to send yeah, that to yeah. Golden Auctions and have Glen, uh, fucking... Ken. Ken, Ken Golden. Yeah. Ken Golden be like, listen, 
this is the one and then have some big shark that doesn't really understand things be like 100,000 and I'll be like you just can have that <laughs> yeah I so that's so I, that's a good insight to like of using eBay as like a kind of a social media style thing it's also because we're in a pandemic and it's like boring so you just like look on eBay all the time yeah, hoping um, to see some gems yeah but then like I was like I'm not gonna I'm Eventually, I, I, I was like, I was like, actually, that's too far. I do want eBay on my phone because sometimes I like to look for stuff. Like if I'm watching a match and I see, I'm reminded of something, I like to be like, what's that guy doing, price wise? Um, but then I, I just think like, only like, you have to think, what are you getting out of the hobby? You know, mm. and like I know for some people that enhances the the sport. Like, it is fun for me to, like, see the sport and then, like, I like to watch matches more because I might be like, I might buy that player or I have that player or whatever. Um, But generally, just try and keep it in its place is what I would say. I get you. I feel like there's there's this pressure as well to, like, have... Like, I feel like everyone in the hobby feels like this... And this is so ironic that we would say... That I would say this on the podcast. But, like, there's this, like, pressure that everyone has to be, like a personality or like be a like content mm-hmm. creator or like have loads of hot takes and it's like it's actually perfectly fine to just enjoy something and not feel as if you have to like basically i'm like as someone who's in a lot of the conversations yeah don't feel like you want to be in you, you shouldn't feel like you you're missing out on much you know i follow a lot of football twitter accounts and it's they're definitely all children for the most part and it's all oh oh i wanted to say tell you this I have been on an absolute Twitter mute rampage recently. <laughs> if I see anybody like with a, like with a footballer as their AVI, Abby. yeah, or if I see like a, anybody saying like Penaldo, like Pessi, go arguments, anybody like talking about Messi or Ronaldo just gets muted. <laughs> anybody with like season like S S Z N anybody like that like with like you know like frankie season if they get muted um i'm just r- r- i've seen someone do a full breakdown of how um donny van der beek is the only player in the world that would have hopped over that ball and that his awareness was incredible and like every mm-hmm. chelsea player thought he was going to shoot and every other player in the world would have shot but donny was so good so good that you know he's really bad and can't get in the team and doesn't mm-hmm. really perform at all when he is in the team but jumping over that ball made him literally like the next fucking ronaldinho yeah it's just like there's a lot of that that goes on and i just i just basically just mute like if you go into any of the football treads like by any of the big accounts who in fairness are just absolute like are no better really like anybody like uh like b or football or mm. like goal or anybody like that what i'll do sometimes now just for kicks is i'll go into the replies and i'll just mute everybody in the replies <laughs> you're such an angry man <laughs> I'm just like that's like that could be like ten people now that I just never have to hear from again, and I've increased the quality of Twitter. Okay, there you go. If you want to increase the quality of Twitter, block everyone. <laughs> block and everyone. Just look at your own tweet <laughs> <laughs> from Jason himself. No, I get it. There's a lot of bad shit. I, I officially just checked that the tops now are officially out of like last week's ones are gone. So now I'm going to announce on the show a shark move that I made, which was purchasing three hundred. Amad Diallo's. Oh my god. 300, Jason. A block. So that print run, whatever it is, which I'm expecting it to be 25k, but it could be 15 to 17. It's not going to break 30k, I don't think. But if it does, I was part of that with 300 fucking buys. Um, 
There's a shot at a parallel, a very slim shot, so I'm not really optimistic. But the reason I did it, Jason, I don't know if you're about to say something, but the reason I did it, it's not because I believe in Ahmad Diallo. It's not because he's been playing well. It's certainly not because he scored a header against Milan, knocking us out of the Europa League over two legs. It's just because people are stupid, and I'm here to be a shark. Okay, I was going to phrase that question slightly differently. The question I was going to ask you was, um, have you seen him play, and why doesn't it matter that you haven't seen him play? I've seen him play once against AC Milan, and he did score a goal, in fairness. I, I've seen him come on a few appearances as well, but he couldn't get into the Atlanta team. I don't. That's what I mean. Like I, I mean, yeah, like yeah. I don't mean have like have we've we've all seen him play since he signed for Man United. But like in yeah. terms of like like what what caught the eye that would make me buy three hundred? Yeah, because Dan like Dan, Dan James had a good run when he came into United team first, and he's been fucking playing too much recently. Give but you know what I mean, like Ahmad like, the goat a chance. Yeah. So what's important to explain to people is like that you're not it being being good for the hobby is very different. To being anything else. Can you say that again? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have to be a good player to, to sell in the hobby. As yeah. Ad- Adama Traore showed us all last year. Mm. Someone had a hot take saying that... Uh, I don't know who it was. So I'm not calling you out. But Adama Traore was a great boy now. Because at one point his cards were $50. And now they're $7. And he's still a good boy. And it's like, no. You're an idiot. He's not a good boy at any any dollar. He's terrible. Yeah. He's not a good player. He was, he was getting dragged by somebody in the media recently. Um, I was one of the first people to actually drag him while everyone just accepted him getting hobby love and I was like y'all are idiots that was the first time I was like oh they don't understand football mm. that was when I was first like oh a lot of the people that I thought maybe kind of knew what was going on that are deep in cards don't understand football at all but we're not getting into him now Ahmad Diallo the GOAT yeah. the, the, the second ever African player to win the Ballon d'Or I think so <laughs> or at least I'll sell <laughs> it to you Um. Yeah, basically what happened was Jason Mukoku scored his third goal of the season. Yeah, good return. And yet, for a 16-year-old... Like for a 16-year-old and, and, and who's, he is, who's... Who is... A, he's going to be a good player. Yeah, and, and he's also playing... He can't get into the team because there's a robot that plays for Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. So to be... like, I think Mukoku, obviously, he's going to have a lot... Like, tops have the BVB license. Mukoku's a rookie. They're going to milk that to fucking bits. But there will be gem cards as a result of that milking this year and I do think Mukoku's a good buy do I think his 43k print run card is a good buy not really yeah but I recently so I bought 40 of them and I recently sold a block of 20 for 190 euro so a block of 20 probably cost 70 so I made like over 100 euro profit on a player that has scored three times won't really play too much this year because of Haaland being amazing had a 43k print run had three I think other tops now cards out that all had like 10k print runs thereabouts. So let's say there's like 60k worth of rookie cards of this player. And I still made a 100 euro profit on it. And I was mm. like, what? And I, I do think like, who's the better player? Mukoku or Diallo? I think Mukoku every single day if I had to put all my money I, I on I think it's player. impossible to say. Fair. Oh, but because I, I, they're so young. I would still, I see something in Mukoku still despite, now that I've seen him play a lot more, I do think I'm confident enough in saying the next two years, especially in Dortmund and with the vibes in the Bundesliga, we see him get a 10-goal season in the next two years. Right? Fine. I'm willing to I'm willing to go with that. Right? 
I don't think Diallo is doing that. Now, I don't know. Who, who, I don't even care. That's the, I don't give a fuck. I think Diallo is going to have one good performance at some point this season. And I want to sell my 300 Diallo cards for a tasty profit. And sometimes that's what it's about. If you're a shark. But no, if for me, like, it's kind of... Um, like, I bought a 20... We bought a 20 block of, of Ryan Turkey. And now he's like 35 euro per card. So I'm kind of testing the waters with this at the minute. I'm like, I'm buying 300 of this player that I think has a high chance of getting hype, hobby hype. Even though I know, and don't get me wrong, I know the Atlanta sticker is the rookie, but people don't give a fuck. And so people again, also like Man United. Yeah, Man United fans will want them and shit like that. So I'm kind of keeping an eye now on all the rookies that come out of tops now. And, I'm, and the ones I believe in hard, I'm ready to kind of go hard. And I'm hoping that the Diallo and, and is and so this is flip. So this is the crucial point for me. This is the crucial point for me. You, when you say the ones you believe in, mm. what I, what the point I want to make is, you can't possibly know enough to believe in them. I mean, in terms of some of these players are so young and they've played so few minutes as professionals. You mm. can't possibly know enough to believe in them as players. That's not what you mean. No. What you mean is you know enough to, when you say you believe in them as hobby prospects for the short term. They tick all the hobby prospect boxes. Yes, and that's what I think is a crucial point because I see this so much on social media where I'm, I am I see people and I'm like, do you mean he's good or do you mean he's hobby good? Because there's such a big difference. Yeah, like for example, um, Haaland is good. Haaland is genuinely good. good. Genuinely talented player. Yeah. And you can be good without being hobby good and you can be hobby good without actually being good. And when I say without actually being good, I don't mean you're not a good player. I mean you're 17. <laughs> so we don't know like it's not a normal thing and I also feel like people come in, came into sport recently that like people came into soccer in the last uh, two years maybe like since Mbappe kind of broke onto the scene you might have a different idea of how soccer generally works like it's very like I don't remember and this is going to make sound, me sound old but like I don't remember growing up there being all these like crazy youth prospects breaking into the team like you would hear of these mad talented 17 year old 18 year olds who couldn't get into the team when they were 21. Yeah. I think you know? Michael Owen comes to mind as a young player that burst on. Um, Michael Owen, Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. But yeah, no. There's a few others, but yeah, in general, like the likes of like Ronaldinho, he was in Brazil. He, then he went to fucking France and then he went to Barcelona. You know, yeah. It, but again, we're in an age where all the youths are crazy. So it's great. We've seen the under 21 squad. Like there's some, maybe we're oh, just old enough to soak it in at the minute but I do, it does feel like oh no de- like, no, definitely the underage squads for these Euros are, are, are maybe the best under 21 Euro squads I've ever seen ever you know it's like crazy. they're just absolutely mental like because they even mentioned there um, like uh, you look at Man United players that came through like um, Messi getting a go at United after Everton Ronaldo being brought to United obviously class of 92 back in the day and then you talk about in um in Barcelona, you have, you know, young players like PK, Messi, Fabregas all coming through. Um, amazing talents that broke in. But that's because playing young players is a part of Man United's way. It's a part of Barcelona's way. But now, because football is so economically fraught and there's so few ways to make money because you have all these top clubs winning all the trophies, so many clubs have had to become selling clubs. And if you want to be a selling club, you have to develop talent. So there's mm-hmm. now a, a, like an actual existential need to develop talent, which I don't think existed in like no. pre-super commercial People football. have invested in their youth team because they know if they get a Haaland, they'll make 200 million. Yeah. 
Ajax is another team, obviously, Leon. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, I bought Diallo. It's, it's a fun thing. Like, for example, I would have never done that with Matthew Hoppy because I, I bought Hoppy on the hype of what he was American, but I didn't believe in him as a player. Again, I've probably seen the same amount of Hoppy that I have Diallo, but there's like a difference. Like, Hoppy's playing for Schalke, who are bottom of the league. Ahmed Diallo has just moved to United for 35 million. I'm trusting whoever made that transfer to not be a complete idiot, and I'm trusting that United don't have a good right wing player. Like, they play Mason Greenwood there. It's not his natural position. Dan James is hopeless. So I'm hoping that he eventually fits in there and I only yeah. need like one one good game out of him and I'm going to hopefully say and the, and the Man United collector base and fan base is huge and they're going to want him to be this bright young spark well it's that thing of like I, I know absolutely nothing about I'm sure there's, there's listeners who are like legal professionals and stuff but like I know nothing about um anything like that but I was recently reading a, an article on I won't even tell you what I was reading an article about it's too embarrassing but uh, <laughs> like it's that kind of thing of you it's like circumstantial evidence versus like an eyewitness like report. Like you haven't necessarily seen enough of Matthew Hoppy or of Ahmed Diallo. Like, you don't have like the eye test. You haven't seen loads of them. They weren't caught in the act as being brilliant. But there's enough circumstantial evidence with Ahmed Diallo that doesn't exist for Matthew Hoppy. Yeah. He's at Man United. There was a big transfer fee. He plays in a position there generally week in. He He's dribbles. An people player, like which that. Is huge for marketing as well. Like the African. Like yeah, he's gonna African, have loads of social media followers. But like all of yeah, all of Africa yeah. support their own players. You know, he dribbles. Um, they're in loads of competitions. He's gonna have loads of publicity. Like it, so, like it, it, you don't necessarily need that like eyewitness thing if you have enough circumstantial evidence. Yeah, so, and I've taken the punt. I've gone with three hundred, which was like a thousand. I think you're following um, your own. By wait, sorry, it was a thousand euro. I think yeah, maybe a bit cheaper. No, but like if I, if I flip that the same way I have with any tops now that I've bought, that could be three, no. But four, I'm just wondering five. how many of our listeners are sitting there and saying, "Oh, I could do that." No, but like okay, for starters, I don't want you to do that because then the print runs are all going to be crazy. Um, but secondly, you can start with seventy euro. That's the thing. Buy a block of twenty because it's That's still the done. same per card, is it? It's to say the, the the minimum you can get a per card is a block of twenty. So buy a block of twenty, and then flip the block of twenty. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need a thousand. I've built up to that. Like, I'm like now. I'm like okay. Hold on. I, why? Like if I had bought a fucking three hundred Ryan turkeys, let me do yeah. the maths real quick, real quick. Three hundred Ryan turkeys. I think it's ten and a half. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is ten and a half. It's, ten and it's a half nine, nine plus one and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So okay, a bit of mental arithmetic there from the from the SCU boys. All right, we're moving on. Point is, you can all slag me for that, but it's not because I believe in him as a player or that I'm an idiot. It's because I'm a shark. It's the secret option C, the shark option. Put that on my tombstone. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. First, okay, before I read the first block, there's one thing where we're being we're being okay. I'll just read. It. But before he said, question for PCU. But before I get I get to that, a quick Welsh lesson. After you both butchered the Welsh language after my last submission. Is it, hang on, is it Cymru? Ah, don't do that. You got it? That was sharp. Yeah. No, I know. who it was. You knew. I knew exactly who it was. Jesus. It's Cymru. And I hadn't seen the message. No, I just thought this is my first, I just seen it, but whatever. Yeah. Is the the 18, some Cymru, right? So sports card Cymru. Uh, is the eighteen nineteen Donruss set underrated? Still seems relatively affordable. And wait, is a it chance... wait, is it Cumry or Cumru? Cumry, Cumry. Yeah, you said that, didn't you? No, I said Cumru. But then you're wrong. I'm way Cymru. off. 
Still seems relatively that. affordable and there's a chance to hit some decent rookie cards. Only thing it doesn't seem to have is Haaland, question mark. And if you ever sort out a card show in Dublin, I'll be fast-tracking my Irish passport to get over there. Cheers, boys. Liam. Once we sort out security, that'll be... Yeah. Packing. So, 18, 19 Donruss. I think, what, what, what does that one have? Some Is people have one? said it's the best set ever. Uh, Foden? It's got you know, he has a all 17, the 16, rated rookies. 17, 18. No, I think it's 18, 19. Mm, oh, it is, it is, it is. Okay, so Phil Foden, Sancho, Chiesa, Chiesa Vinicius Jr., Vinicius Kai Jr., Kai Havertz, Sufjan Diop. I'm still still plugging him, even though I don't have Oh, Alfonso Davis. Alfonso Davies, rated rookie. Lucas Hernandez, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, maybe is okay. Akafa in there? He is. He is. There's loads in there, there's loads. It's a, it, but are any of them the guy? No, well, probably not, but it's a good depends set. What you, fun set. Depends what you want. It's a fun set, and it's also like, it's one of those sets where there's a lot of players in it that are the next 10 years of football. Yeah, that's true. So it's a set you're, where you're going to get a lot of longevity out of it. You're going to have that player does this, you know, next year. That player does this the year after. That player does this, you know, that player yeah. gets his leg broke, whatever. I think yeah, um, I think obviously Haaland and Ansu Fahi, Ansu Fahi to a lesser degree, but like this year's in terms of the rookies, those two in the top Chrome and Chrome Sapphire were huge. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know, like is that it's a great set. It'd be a fun set to own to open. Like you'd love mm-hmm. it at affordable prices, don't know what the prices are, but I assume they're a bit crazy. But there's also I don't apart from like Phil Voden. Like, like you could say okay it has Alfonso Davis but at the end of the day this white caps Alfonso Davis so what what really is that yeah but nobody likes the MLS that's fair and people love short print parallels like a laser yeah. or fucking like when like when, well, like when Alfonso Davies is the Canadian captain at 2026 World Cup you can sell that the white caps yeah fair so there you have it yeah I, I think it is underrated I don't even know what the price is but it's a fun enough set for me to say it's probably Go for it. I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool set, and I think it's a proper like modern, like get it for a good price, rip it, have fun, enjoy yourself, be safe. It's creeped up on me, Jason, but that's the last one. I was just wondering. I thought I to myself, some, we've been going for ages. I had some unanswered DMs that just were not questions. Believe it or not, that people, I need to get to. Complaints, just suggestions, opinions. But you know that's. I think it feels longer to you because we had a big chat before. No, when I had fun on this episode, I have to say I feel like the questions are, that were, I feel like the questions we're getting these days are so much. I feel like the answers haven't gotten any better. We're not progressing our answers oh at all, but the questions are becoming more and more complicated and, and more and more interesting. That's true. Yeah, people are thinking. People are thinking. Yeah. So maybe we need to start thinking. I think we do all right. We do okay. We're fine. I'm just. Yeah. Don't be putting us down. Jeez, don't end the show. On that. I'm, I'm excited no, no, to no, look no. at the... And this isn't a plug, even though... I guess it is a plug. The Sock Cards and Chill podcast that I've just seen was uploaded, that I mentioned. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Um, Recorded in Dublin, Ireland. Recorded from Dublin, Ireland, for me and Enzo, and then from... I want to see Ireland our beautiful is. faces, because we keep them hidden, even though we record the podcast vi- vi- video as we well. We record the just, video of the podcast, we don't release it. You just can't have it. 
That's just for us. Uh, that's just for us to look back on in years to come and say, what were we doing? Anyway, uh, this was uh, Postcard United for episode 33 of Soccer Cards United. Check out our interview on Soccer Cards and Chill on Futera's YouTube channel and anywhere you get podcasts. Check out SoccerCardsUnited.com. Make sure you're on the mailing list. Uh, we might have some stuff up there soon. And, uh, and so I'll see you on Thursday for episode 34 of Soccer Cards United. Let's fucking go. See you then, Jason. Enjoy the international break, everybody. Mm-hmm.